to the heart. Welcome to Club Management. I'm your host, Shannon Dawson. You can listen back to all the episodes at soundcloud.com slash clubmanagement1, mixcloud.com slash clubmanagement1, and we're on Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify as well. So make sure you're listening because uh, we seem to be everywhere. <laughs> Also, make sure you're supporting us on Patreon. I really, really hope that I can start a really great community. And if you are a part of the Patreon family, that means you get access to early episodes, hangouts with me, and other really, really fun goodies. So head over to patreon.com slash clubmanagement1 and please be a part of the family. Uh, Yes, now this show is going to be a little bit different because... I know we normally focus on artists, promoters, and club managers in the music industry in China, but I wanted to shift the focus a little bit to entertainers. And I know just one guy who happens to be shaking up the internet with his funny content here in Chongqing, where I live, and around China. And should I mention that he can speak fluent Chongqinghua? Hello, 我我叫什么？李李李李帅。Ellis is his name, but folks here in Chongqing may know him as Li Hei Suai, which is roughly translated to Black Handsome in English. <laughs> He's a Black American expat. Ellis has been living in Chongqing since 2013 and put himself on the social media map with a video that went viral in 2016, where he talked about some of the problems he faces living day to day in China as a black man. Will Smith Kobe Bryant What was particularly striking but yet funny was that he did this all while speaking Mandarin. In this clip, he talks about the reoccurring question that some locals have here for black people. Do African Americans come from America? And of course, he goes on to explain that yes, we are from America. And we have great black people in American culture too, like President Obama and Kobe Bryant. Surely they've seen them. Well, not quite. In fact, the lack of exposure to seeing foreigners here in Chongqing is quite common for locals. My day-to-day often consists of similar questions too. Where are you from? Why is your skin so dark? Do you like it here? Sometimes coupled with awkward stares and the occasional problem of folks wanting to touch my hair or take pictures. But from my experience, it never comes from a bad place. Imagine living in a homogenous society where everyone looks very similar to how you look and live. I'm sure you would be a bit taken aback too if you saw someone that looked different from you. The video, though, put Li Heisui in a great position, though. Suddenly, it gave locals an opportunity to see and understand Ellis better, and it was an opportunity for Ellis to understand Chongqing's wealth of culture, too. All of a sudden, he was being asked to do guest appearances on Chinese TV shows. Commercials. Commercials. 
and even movies. Li Sui also loves Chinese hip-hop music. Here's a clip of him reciting a few lines from a hip-hop song called This is Chengdu. Now, Ellis is a hard guy to pin down, and he's often traveling to film various projects and TV shows around China, but he made some time to chat with me about his acting career, rubbing shoulders with famous Chinese rappers, and what the future holds for him next. Like, right before I finished school, back in 13, I heard about an opportunity about coming to China. I was... When I first heard about it, I was like, nah, hell no, nah, I ain't going to no China. But at the same time, I had I had a full-time job that I was working at. And I was getting sick of it, and I was barely getting by. Mm. And I didn't want to move back to New York with my mother. I was like, my, I might need to consider going to China. And then I fuck around and came out here. Mm, okay. <laughs> and so what what year was that that you came to China? I think, I, did we come the same 2013. year? 2013. Oh, okay. So 2013. You, so you've been here way longer than me. You've been here, shit, almost, what, five, six years? Yeah, it, it just made six years. I've been. I got here September two thousand thirteen. Wow. Okay. Um. So for those who don't know you, um, tell them a little bit about yourself and why you are so new, unique to China, but like I specifically to Chongqing. Why are you so new, yeah. unique? Um. Cause I'm a fucking local, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you can put it, bro. I'm a fucking local out here. Mm-hmm. Seriously. <laughs> but um, basically, what I do is I do work on the internet. I've been on a couple TV shows. I did my first movie last year. That should be coming out. Uh, I work with hella celebrities. Uh, I didn't fucking directed my videos and other people's videos. I didn't wrote scripts for people. I wrote scripts for myself. I just do a lot of work in media, for real, for real. That's really, really cool. And I think a lot of this popularity started for you, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, was from this really funny viral video that you made. And I want to say this was, when I first came here, this video was kind of surfacing, which was in 2016. You made a YouTube video where you were talking about how <laughs> you know some of the things that people will come up to you and ask you that are not so nice um so I, i'm curious to know like what inspired you to make this video hey uh, I think I, I don't know if I remember telling you, but I made that video specifically for my friends to watch, like my Chinese friends. Mm. I was in Starbucks one day chilling, minding my own business. And we, we was in a group chat and they was like, man, what's it like being a black dude in China? And I was like, how about I'm just going to make a video for y'all. And I sent it out in the group. <laughs> and the next day somebody put it on the Internet. And that shit started like that shit went crazy viral. Like super viral. Super viral. To the point that even Time Magazine did a piece on you, right? Yeah. Actually, like, mad, so many, like, 
news outlets was calling me about this video, trying to get, trying to use my video to say, to say that China was a racist country. And I was like, hell no, y'all can't use my shit to say that. <laughs> hell no, bitch, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> but that, must, that must be so cool for you. Oh, and I, I don't think we mentioned, so... You can speak fluent Chongqinghua, which is the dialect that uh, the locals speak here in Chongqing. How in the hell did you teach yourself or how did you learn how to speak this language in such a short amount of time? Because it's difficult. To I'm, not, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, yeah, that's another. That's why I'm unique to Chongqing because of uh, my Chongqinghua. Right. But anyway, um, I didn't start learning Chongqinghua until those people, my like my followers on the internet was like, hey man, you need to start learning more Chongqinghua because you know in that but in that viral video I had said like a bad word in Chongqinghua. That was the only thing that I said in Chongqinghua in that in that entire video, but I said it like super, super local. Mm-hmm. And people was like, Man, you said you sound like a like a, a real local when you when you say this. It was like, well, but you need to learn more Chongqinghua. And I took that advice and I started learning Chongqinghua. I learned it by myself on the street, just talking to people for real, for real. Mm. And then when you learned Mandarin, did you go to a school or you taught yourself that as well? I had somebody to teach me the basics of Mandarin. Like the who, what, when, where, how, the pronunciations, the tones, all of that stuff. I had I had someone teach me the basic foundation. But most of my Chinese, I have to say, I learned about 80% of it on my own. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You need to shoot. You need to sit me down and teach me something because it's taken me like three <laughs> years to know the basics. Um, but it's it must be so crazy for locals when they first meet you, right? Because they're probably not <laughs> expecting you to be able to speak any kind of Chinese, Pudonghua, Chongqinghua at all. That's that's a lie right there. Why do you say that? You know what I'm saying? When I walk around, like when I walk around in the city, and some of these people know me, brother, they they would not ever speak to me in standard Mandarin. They're gonna speak full out Chongqinghua to me. Actually, I don't think I have a friend in this entire city that will ever speak standard Mandarin to me, really? unless they not unless from Chongqing. Mm. But I'm saying, what is it? What is the interaction like with someone who doesn't know who you are, doesn't know that you're Li Heishui? What did they say when they first meet you, or, or I guess come in contact with you? I don't shit. I act like a normal person. <laughs> I, I never, for real. Like I never like if someone who doesn't know me, I never tell them who I am. Never. I never do that because I like I like the people to treat me as a normal person. I get much better than that whole Lee Hayswipe thing. Got you, got you. Um, and I've seen a, some others, <laughs> of, some other of your uh, viral videos. You have <laughs> one where you went back home. You did a video when you were back in New York City. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I, with the little of Mandarin that I do know, I'm not really sure what you were talking about in that video. Um, but, oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, can you tell us what you're talking about, or is it too too hot for the air? Uh, nah, nah, it's okay. That that was a that was, that video went like pretty viral too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title of that video was um, uh, what Americans think about Chinese, mm-hmm. basically. 
别帅，你在中国打了很久。我听说中国人都很喜欢吃狗，也很喜欢吃老鼠。我靠！我在中国从来没有吃过狗，也从来没有吃过老鼠。谁跟你说的？ I don't even. It's been so so. It's been so so long since I watched that video. I don't even remember <laughs> what I talked about. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I remember. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I remember. I remember one thing I said in the video was like some about how they think all、oh, Chinese people eat dogs, and I was like, that's a lie right there. <laughs> and another thing that I said was how、uh, a lot of American people say all、oh, Asian people look alike. And I was like, "That's not true." Once you like be around them enough.、Mm. Uh, and another thing that I said was, I don't remember. I ain't watched that video in a long time. It's been like two years. <laughs> I don't. Another thing, like like when I like when I finish making my videos, I never go back and watch them.、Mm. I never do that. Why? Why not? I don't know. I just don't do it. Like I make it, and then I post it on my social media, and just never watch it again. I do look at the comments and stuff like that, but、mm-hmm. I just never watch my videos. You should. You I probably,、mm-hmm. I probably watch it like maybe twice, but after the second time, I'm not gonna watch it again. <laughs> but it's your video. It's a part of your job. Also, I noticed that you only have one video on YouTube. YouTube is a big platform for you. You should be uploading more. Yeah, I know. I I just um was talking to because right now, like I I got a team. I'm working with a team right now that I put together a cameraman and. I got like a little manager and whatever, and we was just talking about that how I should start posting, uh, do do more videos in English for、mm-hmm. from some of my YouTube followers and keep my Chinese content strictly for like my Chinese platforms like Weibo and Douyin and Bilibili and stuff like that.、God. But yeah, I'm a um,、mm-hmm. I got some, I got some in uh in the works right now for YouTube. That's really cool. You have like a whole management team that like helps you with like bookings. Not really. Not really. No, I don't. Most of it is me. Wow. I have a. I, she's not really my manager, but I have someone who just she her main job is like helping me look over contracts and stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. Okay. And talking deaf with the other party. Okay, so she's a kind of like a lawyer, and I guess in some way, or yeah, you could say that. And my cameraman, and I tell him what to do. He just all he should do is shoot the camera and 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 edit the videos. But <laughs> I tell him how to do it. But most of that stuff is pretty much me. Wow, that is super cool. Um, so I mean, this is a question that we've kind of talked about. We talked about this the other day when we were together. But I'm sure. With you being able to understand and speak the language fluently, there comes a bit of a dark side with that,、um, and I'm sure that you have seen or heard people say some negative things about you. Am I right? So, how do you deal with those situations when they arise? I don't think that has ever happened、mm-hmm. since, like, after that video. But on the internet, man, let me catch a motherfucker. Sending out a, a crazy comment, like you, like it depends on what how how crazy it is. Like 
if they say, man, I don't think this dude funny or I don't like this video, okay, I ain't going to do nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. But if it say something like, if it's a racist comment or a, just something super negative, I'm going to delete the comment and I'm going to block him or her. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Straight I, up. Yes, yeah, that's that's what you should do. That's true. Um, and then I'm, I'm curious what, what your interaction is like with people who have never seen foreigners. Do they ask you... Like uh, some interesting questions. Have you heard any of interesting questions from like locals who have never seen a black person or a foreigner in general? What do they tend to ask you? Well, it's 2019 right now. And yeah, a lot of you got a lot of Chinese out here who probably never interacted with a foreigner. But most of the time they didn't seen a foreigner. Uh, most of the questions pretty much the same. How long you been in China? What you do? Mm-hmm. What's your job? Do you like China? What country are you from? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Same old, same old. Okay. But like, I try to, I ain't gonna lie. I don't mean to be rude or whatever, but like when, when I get them questions right there, I'm pretty much super dry to them because, you know, you get tired of hearing that. Right. But I do run across some people who be funny as hell. <laughs> Interesting for real. I do run across some Chinese people who are who are funny as shit. And then like I will have a full out conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Like some of the taxi drivers that I get in, you know, I get in some of their taxis. A lot of the taxi drivers in the city funny as shit. I learn I learn a lot of Chongqing Wa from them, by the way. Mm, that's true. Especially the bad words too. They be cussing and all kinds of stuff in the in the cabs. <laughs> but they cool though. I ain't gonna lie. They don't mean nothing by it, but they cool. <laughs> you can learn a lot. For real, you could learn a lot from a taxi driver. This is really A lot. True. This is true. Um, and you know what? It's so <laughs> funny. Living here for the last three years, I see a lot of similarities between black people and Chinese people. There are a lot of similarities in the way that we do things like... You know, the way that they have their little parties, their functions, the way that their families functions. You know, I it, I see a lot of similarities between us. You know, we're not different at all. Um, now, that, now that you say that, that, you are right about that. Yeah. There, there are similarities with <laughs> black people. It's true. And Chinese people. Um, so let's talk about some of those appearances and TV shows that you've been on. Um, tell us a little bit more because actually I'm not so... Uh, familiar with Chinese TV and what's popping besides the rap of China. So maybe you can educate us all on what's what's the thing, what's the popular thing that people are looking at, and what are the shows that you have been involved with? Uh, the first TV show that I ever went on, I went on with a big uh, TV anchor, TV host, um, Beijing TV. And it was pretty much of a, uh, not a trivia, but like more of a game show with a bunch of other foreigners, foreign KOL, playing games and stuff like that. That that show was fun. Mm-hmm. I only did one episode of that. The second TV show that I've been on, I actually did that one with a big uh, Hong Kong star. He done been in... Huh? What's the star's name? Sung Jiwei. He's actually, like, really good friends with um, Jackie Chan. Wow. 
but we did a whole entire like season together and that show was about basically to promote Chongqing noodles around China mm. so basically we went around Chongqing to like the top noodle restaurants in Chongqing I don't know if you know how like Chongqing noodles are like super famous like in China yeah I hear and I know why yeah they, they like they are super famous in China like mm. you no, know, you go to a different city you will see a sign that say Chongqing noodles mm. <laughs> but yeah we went around the city to try out the uh, noodles from the top Chongqing uh, restaurant and basically chose the winner. We did that. We did that entire season in three days. I had to eat like close to 30, 40 bowls of noodles. 30, 40 <laughs> bowls of noodles. You were probably like not, shitting hey, fire the next day. Not, <laughs> <laughs> hey, not the entire bowl, but like, like, three or four bites of noodles try it out you know give them a grade move on but yeah we did that today but that tv show was fun mm-hmm. i just i didn't like it because it, it was just too much noodles for three days of course no one can like take it was way too much yeah um and then I, I was looking at another video on youtube of you um, you were doing some sort of like reaction video where you were looking at a video and you had to give your opinion and you were eating noodles in this video too. <laughs> um, I was? Yeah, it's a video that you did for Yoku. Do you remember this one? You've probably done so many videos was... you can't remember. <laughs> yeah! I swear to God, I don't remember that video. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember that video. <laughs> Uh, what the, the, I was eating noodles looking at another video. Nah, I don't remember that. Yes, I, I swear. I'm looking at it like right now. You're there's three. There's four people in this video. There's an old man. There's a girl. Um, there is uh, what do you call it? Like a guy. He's on the bed. Uh, <laughs> you don't remember this? And it's a TV show. It looks like it. Maybe it was just like a. You know how people do like those try videos, on um, those reaction videos. That's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, you need, you need to go on right YouTube there. and look yourself up because you've got a lot of videos on there. On YouTube, yes, I do? yes. Yeah, people have made like several different versions of the viral video that put you on the map. They have some other videos up there of you doing some stuff. You should take a look at that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to YouTube my stuff after we get off. <laughs> <laughs> you should also for rights, for rights and things like that too, right? Like you don't want people just like using your content all over. the I know, place. but right now, right now they can they can pretty much do that because those most of those videos in the past, like mm-hmm. I didn't have any you know companies backing me up. Right now, like right now, I'm in the process of making my own company. Mm, gotcha. So yeah, so I get the rights to all of my videos and stuff like that. Yeah, but, that, yeah. yeah that's important, man. Ownership. Um, hey, what is what does your family think about you being over here, being a celebrity overseas? <laughs> I wouldn't call myself no celebrity. You are. I would call myself just like a. Nah, I'm not like a real celebrity. I'm not hell no. I'm like a, you said internet celebrity basically. Um. Uh, my mom, mm-hmm. she's proud of me, I guess. 
<laughs> my pops don't. My pops, he don't. My pops work too much. He he don't have time to look at that type of stuff on the internet. But he he, he be hearing that stuff from my sisters and my brothers and yeah, he he know about it. But he he don't. He's not in the mix with that type of stuff. You know if you know what I mean. Mm, okay. Uh, and my brothers and sisters, they basically mm-hmm. like, man, we need to hold up. This was like, man, you need to start putting stuff on YouTube yeah. and the Chinese internet, like, cause we want to see you. We want to see you on, um, we want to see you on YouTube too. Yeah, speaking in English, not just Chinese. Aww. yeah, you should, because also ultimately, you have you could have two different crowds, right? Like, you could have the crowd based here in Chongqing, but what about like American Chinese back in New York or wherever in the states? They also want to be able to probably connect with your content too. So, you got to get know. it popping. But the the content that I'm about to start creating for YouTube is not going to be specifically for Chinese Americans. It's going to be Basically, most of it is going to be for us, black Americans. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is also really cool, right? Because then you can make videos yeah. for the black community, letting them know, yo, you've got opportunities all around the world. Here I am <laughs> in China. That's dope. I like that. Um, let's talk. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you. Okay. Yeah, now, you go, you go. I was about to say, it's crazy because I know you get this when you go back home too. Like, you go back home. And you see your friends from from middle school or high school or college or whatever, and they'd be like, "Yo, I can't believe you in China." <laughs> <laughs> all the time, all the time. They'd be like, "Yo," they'd be like, <laughs> "Yo, I get that." Yo, I always get that when I go home. But <sighs> yeah, me too, man. And then you know what I do dislike though? I will have some friends that'll be like, "Yo, why are you out there?" Like come back home like why do you think it's so cool out there i do have some of those friends and even family members that just don't get why it's important to be out here you know yo Uh, and i be telling you i get that shit too mm -hmm. i be telling people like yo look at yourself look at what you're doing you out here struggling you know what i'm saying in america in a society where racism is like thriving like no other Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of the negative stuff going on in America right now, and y'all living under a country of under Trump, right? Who I really dislike. Like, I don't want to be home right now. Like, right now, I feel like, you know, when I was younger, people was always telling me like, "Yo, the twenties is the best time for you to do whatever you want to do. It'd be best for you to not start a family. Just go out mm-hmm. and do what you want to do. Have fun, right? And so. I took advantage of that and I came out here. Yo, who the hell is this? Yeah, who's blowing me up like that? <laughs> Can you put your phone on silent? I mean, I guess it is on silent. I can't do it while I'm on the phone. What the? You got Hold it. up. Let me. Yo, it's like seven people writing me right now. Like, what the hell? I think that's a good thing, right? Okay, I put it on vibrate. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, actually, now that I have you on my podcast, finally, uh, what's your take about Rap of China? Do you think the show is um, is uh, delivering good quality artists? You really want me to give you my honest opinion on that? <laughs> I do, because I've heard everyone else's. I've heard Bohan Phoenix. Uh, Reggie from Gosh told me about what she had to say. Uh, MX. I want to hear about your opinion as a black American 
What do you think looking yeah, into like, this? I'm not. I'm. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it to you like this. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm gonna give you my honest opinion on the show. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't watch the third season. I, I stopped watching it after the second season. But the first season, when I first saw the first season, I was like, okay, this show is dope. But I feel like they are not doing a good job in representing our culture, even though they th- that they're not from our culture. But they did have a few people on the first season that I really liked. The first season, I liked Bridge. I'm actually a fucking huge fan of Bridge. <laughs> he's, he's a actually, lot of people don't even know that. Really? Are you really? Have you ever met him in person? Yeah, a, nope. And that's crazy because he's from Chongqing. Yeah, that's wild. That's dude. crazy right there. But yeah, I'm actually a huge fan of Bridge. Uh, uh, Vava. Jeez, I'm actually good friends with her too. Vava, hey, that name sounds so familiar. Vava, did she? The girl. Do, yeah, she, did she just do a track with Harry Carey? She just did a track with uh, Bohan. Oh, my bad, my bad. Because- and yeah, she did do a track with Harry Carey, but. She just, like, her and Bohan just released a new track. Yeah, called Money Game. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, Bridge, Vava, uh, I like PG1, but it's, ah, he, uh, he got banned, so we're not going <laughs> to speak to him. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. But I liked him, though, but after he got banned, he just vanished from the face of the earth. Mm, that's what, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a touchy subject. I hope he comes back, yeah. though. Um, I don't and... think that's not going to happen. <laughs> but um, on a happier note, though, oh. I see that you're always hanging out with Massaway and some of the Higher Brothers crew. How cool is that? I wouldn't say always hanging out with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I, if, like, they just came to Chongqing and I ain't seen them in a minute. So I was like, let me just, you know what I'm saying? Go and check out. They, I never seen they, I've, I've never seen them perform, by the way. So I wanted to go see the performance. So I hit up Mello. I was like, hey, man, I'm come through, check out the performance. And I watched them perform. Said what up to them after they finished performing. They dipped and went back to Chengdu and I dipped and went back home. I mean, that's pretty special that you can contact them and they give you a ticket to their show and then you just go to their show. That's pretty I'm special. Not, I'm not cool with all of them. I mean, they all know me <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? But like, I feel like out of that group, I feel like I'm probably the mellow is I'm probably closer with mellow than anybody in the group, but mm. I'm not that cool with the rest of them. I mean, like Masaway, he cool and whatever, but we don't talk like that for real for real okay all right well and, i still think it's pretty oh, special ip and dz yeah like i said they all know me but i don't won't be talking to each other like that for real for real like if i'm in their city mm-hmm. i'm gonna hit them up if they come to Chongqing, i'm gonna uh try to come fuck with them go check out a show and whatever <laughs> okay moving. but speaking of music what about you you can rap very well and you can rap good in english and you can rap good in in chinese where's your record that's deal a, at that's hold up that's a lie right there i cannot rap in chinese yes you can that's I another it. reason no that's another reason why i could never go on rap of china <laughs> because i i tried to rap in chinese like i can you know memorize the lyrics of somebody else's song but as far as me 
writing a track, you know, putting down a track in Chinese? Nah, hell no. I'm trash. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> well, see, that's the, that's the next level for you, I think. Like, try, try to practice, and, um... and nah. And and another thing, I'm not interested in learning how to rap in Chinese because I I feel like rapping in English is better. Mm, okay. I don't want to learn how to rap in Chinese. Right. I'm cool with me just being being able to speak Chinese. I don't. I'm not interested in rapping in Chinese. Okay, that's fair. That's fair too. Um, so for the people out there that really love you and all your friends, when they look at your videos and, you know, they see all the content that you're making, how do you want them to feel? Like when they finish watching one of your videos, how do you want your, your fans to, to feel afterwards? You talking about before or now? Cause like before me and now me is like kind of different. Yeah. That's actually that's a great that's a great question. So, what was it like before, and what was it what is it like now for you? Before I was just doing that to get views for real, for real. Like I wasn't putting out no interesting content. Well, it was it was interesting and funny, but I didn't know the business of it then. Mm. I learned it over time, and you know, I was just. At that time, I just wanted, like, people on the street to say what up to me and stuff like that. I felt, you know, that shit made me feel good. I ain't gonna lie to you. But as time passed, and me now, like, I'm in, I'm pretty much in the business of it. The business aspect of making videos and stuff like now. Mm. Stuff like that right now. And as far as, like, the people, like, I'm right now I'm trying to create controversial content. Not, like, about politics, I'm I'm talking about amongst people. Mm. Like how like I just recently made the video about hot pot and like the rules of hot pot. You know, some people watch that video and they took that seriously. Like, man, Chongqing Hot Pot got all these rules, man. Fuck that. I ain't going to Chongqing. <laughs> 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 like I was looking at com- under, I was looking at the comments under uh that video and like some of the like it's like people from the People from who wasn't from Chongqing, they was just like, man, if I if I spend my money, I'm I'm gonna eat hot pot the way I want to eat it. <laughs> Fuck this dude. They really and said that. Everybody, hey, yeah, everybody in Chongqing, most of the people, like ninety five percent of the people in Chongqing, was like, yep, that's exactly how we eat hot pot too. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so funny to me <laughs> because it's one so thing. Like, it was, mm-hmm. Huh? No, no, I'm just gonna say it's one thing to like for me because I can't read the comments. I'm just thinking, oh, whatever. Like people really like the video, but it's funny to actually hear some of the different comments. <laughs> Yo, they be going at each other in them comments though. That should be funny. Some of them comments I be reading to be funny as hell. People literally be arguing under the comments like. Man, and then another thing, they be like the whole Chongqing Sichuan thing. People like people from all other parts of China, they still think Chongqing is Sichuan because you know Chongqing used to be a part of Sichuan right. before '97. Mm-hmm. And Chongqing people like, man, we ain't associate. I mean, we we associated with Sichuan, but we ain't Sichuan. And mm-hmm. bro, it's just a lot, bro. People be, bro. People be, they be going hard on each other under them comments for real. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Love it. Um, so yeah, if 
if people want to look at more of your videos and they want to follow you, where do they go to find you? Uh, are we ending the video that just before I answer this question? <laughs> we can, unless you have some more things to no, say. No, I ain't got nothing to do. I, you know, I'm just just asking. I'm just curious. But <laughs> if they want to find me, if they want to find me, they can check me out on Weibo at the Hey Swag Mutali Hey So the Hey Swag of the Swag on Douyin. Same thing, Lee Hey Swag. Just pick, choose the account with the most fans on it. Uh. My Instagram, my Instagram is personal. I don't really post anything dealing with me doing videos. I, you know, most because most of the people on my Instagram is my family, my classmates, coworkers, and mm. friends from childhood. So my Instagram is personal. I should create a uh, a public Instagram for yeah. everybody to watch, but not at least not right now. But right now, um, on YouTube, I don't even know what my YouTube channel is. Because I haven't used it in so long. What the? Yeah, what? You need to change that, seriously. That's crazy. I know. I'm I'm about to get my YouTube popping. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Do not worry about that. I'm about to get that popping. <laughs> I already got... I already got... What? Oh, I was going to ask... I forgot to ask you. What's your favorite thing about living in China? Whew. That's a hard question. That is a hard question. Mm-hmm. Um... I I want to say is, hello. Yeah, I'm still I'm here. <laughs> oh, I heard I heard a noise. I want to say is being having the freedom to travel a lot. Mm. That's my favorite thing about being in China because when I was in America, I never, you know, I never was able to wake up in the morning and be like, man, I want to go to Thailand today. Mm. Man, I want to go to Japan today. Man, I want to go to I want to fly to Shanghai today. Like the other day, I I woke up. I was like, man, I need to get out of Chongqing. I want to go to Shanghai, and I bought me bought me a ticket just like that. Like, uh, I like to have that feeling in China, free. Cause I ain't gonna lie, being out here is stress free mm-hmm. compared to in America, where you know everybody working nine to fives and. None of my friends out there is like really doing business. They all work for somebody. Yeah, it's very true. Very, very true. Where I feel like here, the market, believe it or not, it's set up pretty nice for people <clears throat> who want to start their own businesses. Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty friendly in that respect. So, yeah. It's... But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people back at home, they're not willing to, they're not willing to, uh, to jump into a different environment. They're not willing to do that. I got a friend back at home. He's a he's a master barber. And I was like, bro, you can come to China and take over the market out here. He ain't trying to do that. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just uh if you're not if you're not willing to get out of your comfort zone, yeah, that's the that's the major thing. So Shit, I'd be willing to get out of my comfort zone to uh to be uh financially stress free. Do you think you're gonna? You know, be... a lot of people ain't. Yeah, that's very true. Do you think you're gonna be living in China for a long time? No. No. Uh, while I'm here, I want to try to at least do maybe two more movies because I want. I really want to get into Hollywood. That's like my goal right now. I really want to be able to act. That has always been my dream since what I was young. So. That's what I want to do is to get into Hollywood and I'm going to do whatever it takes for me 
to get there. Oh, that just made me want to cry. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. You, did you know that about me, though? No, but it did. I don't know why that just made me want to cry, but um, it kind of did. So let me get a tissue. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Back at home, actually, I wouldn't say that was always my dream. I realized that was my path when I came here. Because when I was back at home, everybody used to tell me, man, you need to go and be an actor. You need to go act. You need to go act, man. You got talent for it. I ain't never really take that into consideration Mm. until I came out here. And I found out like a lot of people like out out here really like me. And then I started working in TV and whatever. And I was like, man, I actually like doing this. And so I found, you know, just like that, I found my path in life. Man, that's crazy. Um, it's crazy because I feel like me me moving here did the same thing for me. Like I already knew that I wanted to do music. I already knew that like radio and stuff was my, my calling, but because New York is such a saturated market, you can't get any opportunities to do any of that shit, right? So um coming here Everybody is, DJing out there. Yeah. Everybody's doing this uh, it'll be so hard for me to to even get a damn background role in a damn TV commercial out there. <laughs> it's true. So that's so sick that you've been able to come here and literally do, wake up every day and do what you want and when you want because you're in control of your schedule. That's so sick. We're coming out of the interview with me and Ellis, also known as Li Hai Swai. <laughs> and it was so much fun talking to him. It's really special that he gets to follow his dreams here in China in terms of acting and being in the, the movie and entertainment industry here, um, which is so fascinating. And if you want to see what Ellis actually looks like, you can follow him on Weibo. It's the Chinese uh, social media app kind of similar to Twitter almost you can follow him on Weibo at Li Hei Shui. I will have the Chinese name written at the bottom of the comments so that you can copy and paste it and take a look uh, for those folks that are in America that don't have Weibo um, but you can easily do a YouTube search and you can find all the things that we've been talking about today on the podcast um, and yeah, keep in touch with him. He's on, I think he's on uh, TikTok as well at Lee Hei So I will make sure I have all his socials for you to keep up with him. And thank you so much for listening to episode 11. I have forgot to mention in the beginning, this is episode 11 of the club management podcast wonderful that we made it this far and if you are not following us already make sure that you're following me on instagram that's at oh yeah girl oh underscore y a underscore girl and make sure that you're following us on soundcloud and all the other appropriate channels that we're on soundcloud.com slash club management one mixcloud.com slash club management one you can also find us on stitcher Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify as well. Uh, make sure you become a part of the Patreon family too. Patreon.com slash Club Management One. Until next time. <laughs>